Brando, I finna slam dunk. Get big on you fake pumps. That bump in the fake pump. Bitch, fell for the pump fake. Got him talking like first take. Get it right on the first take. Hit the hole in the first. You know, they say this the uh, toxic male pie, but we had a female on here. That's what they say? Yeah. Shit, let me I got a, I got a 14% female audience. What you think about that? I'm finna boost it up some. <laughs> oh, you got some women that follow you? Man, I gotta, man, I gotta get like Sabo, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna cap you down, Sabo. I ain't got no women's, bro. Hey, you know, that's okay. We gonna, we gonna add a little, add a little flavor to it today. So you the ladies, man. See, you a smooth talker, though. That's why you got the women's. Face mm, so? Yeah. Very smooth talker. Mike, Mike. Yeah, another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. We actually got a returning guest. Y'all probably ain't gonna know that though because um that shit was way early on when you was on my podcast. When that was, was that twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? I want to say twenty nineteen, matter of fact. It was nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. I don't know. It was. It had to be because twenty eighteen. Let me I move was... the mic closer, bro. For sure. No, you good? Yeah, it was. It was twenty nineteen. Um. Cause 2018, I wasn't doing nothing. Cause I did, I did the interview with Maine. I think like January 20, 2019, and then I ended up bumping into you not too long after that. Mm-hmm. I met you after that. Yeah, that interview we did, that shit was classic though. Oh, for sure. I go back and check that out. That one. Before this come out, I might, I might drop the link. What was classic about that interview too was, um, I forgot what the hell was happening at my crib. I wouldn't even. Rec- oh no, nah, I know what was happening. I wasn't recording at my crib yet. Yeah. I was recording at Damo Crib, but something was going on at Damo Crib, and I recorded at my homeboy Trey Trey Crib, and just so happened the day we did the podcast. Y'all was lit. Yeah, we had like a barbecue or some Y'all shit. Was lit. It was a holiday, if I ain't mistaken, bro. That's what I'm trying. It was summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Independence Day or some shit like that, bro. Yeah. And you came in that bitch and you spoke to every nigga in that bitch. And when you left, everybody was like, man, that nigga Sabo cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I ain't gonna lie, that's a stand-up nigga because I'm gonna keep the butt with you, Sabo. I walk into a spot about to do an interview and it's 20 niggas in there. I'm not saying shit to nobody. Oh, I'm, shit. I gotta see what's going on. <laughs> I gotta see what's going on. Yeah. You know, I come in peace, but I gotta see what's going on. Especially you ain't really know me like that at that time. Nah, I ain't no, ain't no pressure, you know? Yeah. And you feel no bad vibe, no bad energy, but I just got to see what's going on. Yeah. It wasn't nothing but, it wasn't nothing but love. I met, uh, 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 what's my boy name? Quaylo. Um, yeah, Quay was in there. I met a them. few people that, that night, though. Yeah, it was the ass of niggas in there. Literally, every nigga I fuck with was in there. And then a whole bunch of more niggas. Um, Tia Tuck was there. She was? Yeah, she was there. Hmm. Tia Tuck was there. I don't remember who all was, though. Her videographer was there. Shout out to him, bro. It was an ass of niggas in that bitch, and you was in that bitch chilling. You gave you gave niggas gifts and shit. Niggas was like, "Oh, I fuck with this nigga, bro." <laughs> yeah, man, I come, I come in peace though, man. You know. Yeah, but what you think done changed since then to now? With, with us doing this, with with what? With everything that you got going on. I see you still got the Sabo bracelets though. Oh yeah, because that's what you gave me. I still got my Sabo bracelet. I got man. I just I just loaded up for the listening party some more. Yeah, but since since that that first the initial interview we did a podcast that I did with you, focus, focus. That's the main thing that's changed for me. Is just focus because so much so much shit didn't transpire from then. 
even just within the past twelve months, just within this year, from the first the first show you came to record for me, mm-hmm. like I feel like you literally can see the difference with what I probably had maybe ten people, if that, at that first show to now. Um, just focus, bro, cause so much so much shit didn't happen. But in between all the all the, the good and bad ups and downs, it's just like trying to remain focused. Trying to stay tunnel vision with everything. Nigga be having feelings about everything, bro. Like I feel heavily, but trying to stay focused is the main thing, you know. How did you um decide to go full fledged with the music though? Because it kinda seemed like at first you was just, you know, kind of chilling on it and just doing your thing. And then one day you just popped up and was like, I'm full time with this. Since I since I started, I really been going hard. I, like, 2017 was when I, I decided, like, I'm going hard with music because I, uh, I was in school in the military working, all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Got kicked out of the military. Popped hot on the piss test twice. One of my partners, he ended up passing away. He was in the military with me. Never really got the full story on that. Um, got laid off from my job, like, shortly after that happened. So it was just, like, everything that I was, you know what I'm saying, full-fledged. We had just got my degree in school, couldn't really get another job. So it was, like, everything I thought I was supposed to do, I was doing. I was like, man, ain't none of this going. So it was like I said, you know what, I'm going to just start doing music. In 20, October 2017, when I really decided to do it, but in the midst of doing it, it's still like you have moments of where some some moments may be more uphill than they are downhill. You know what I'm saying? And the outside looking in, it might seem like, oh, Sable might have slowed down with what he's doing or he's not going as hard as I think he should go. But at the same time, you know, I was always planning and prepping or or or, or, or putting putting the pieces together. I might not have always had something to show the, the the people but under wraps it's always just been going hard but right, like right now I'm able to continuously show something you know I'm always able to have some new music or have a show going on or, or whatever the case may be just because it's taking time to get to this point and even still now it's it's not always what people might think it is mm-hmm. but I'm always doing something whether it's it's in front of people's faces or it's behind closed doors. It's always, it's always full fledged with me because I ain't got no plan B. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's all I was referring to. I, I was referring to. I think it was a conversation me and you had. I don't know where the hell we was at, but I remember you telling me you was like, "Man, I just quit my job. Man, I'm all in with this shit now." Nah, for real, like and that. I was actually when a, that. That's when a, that that's was. A, that's a continuous theme though. That's a because I quit my job back in January. On my birthday, that was my gift to myself. This year? Yeah, the uh the week that we did the uh you came to record that that show at um Sonya Hope. That's when you told me that. I quit okay. my job that week. And after that I started working at a studio. I started interning at a studio, then I joined the Playlist Academy. Thanks to Two Guard. He plugged me in with some powerful people in the A. Mm-hmm. And everything just started working full motion. But then it's like I pick up some work doing some other stuff and then it's like kinda slow down with music here. But music is always it's always the focus, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I might start a job or start hustling here or, or, or whatever the case, but music is always the focus. And I think just since 2017, since I gave up everything else, this is all I know. You know, I might I might adapt and do something that doesn't necessarily go hand-in-hand with music, but the reason I might be doing it is to 
fuel or fund the music at the end of the day. Like, so it, it still ain't no plan B. Nah, it ain't. Like, I don't. This shit tatted on my face. Like, and I ain't. This, this shit just that for real for me. Like, it ain't even about the tattoo, but that's just to kind of give, you know, some 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 detail and how serious it is for me. Like, some jobs might turn me down now because of a tattoo on my face. You feel mm-hmm. me? But I don't. I don't really fret over that because I have faith in what I'm doing. You know, it ain't really. It ain't really like people be like, oh, what you what you gonna do if? Well, what what about? I don't know about. I don't care about that because that ain't where my heart at. I'm not <laughs> set on that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I I put every dollar I got into into pushing and building my brand that is that I've I've built over the years. Because Sabo World has been a brand that I've built since 2016 before I even decided to do music. Mm-hmm. And I give every dollar I got. I give every breath I got. And at this point, like, bro, if I passed away, God forbid it happened, or if that's just what's supposed to happen, I don't know. But at this point, like, I know I've done everything I can thus far to push this shit and to build something that can be passed on to my people, my family. Somebody else can take what I've done and and expand it if I, if I leave the day and I'd be happy with it because I give my all to this shit for real, bro. Like, it ain't no... No exit route from this shit. This is my exit route. You know what I'm saying? This is my my exit strategy from everything that I've already tried to do. This is it. For real, for real. What um uh what made you do a listening party for for uh, your next project? And how did you come up with the whole idea? It was just time for it. You know, I done been on stages from Savannah to Marietta to Birmingham, Alabama, through Carolina. I've been on plenty of stages and I've I've brought out a lot of supporters, people who support me. They've bought tickets to shows. They've come out and supported other artists, bought other artists' merch. You know what I'm saying? I've 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 helped a lot of people see a lot of success just by me doing what I do and I was just at a point where it was like, it's been overdue, it's been time, but I, you know, it's just like, I owe it to the people who support me because when I was in Atlanta, I had asked you to come record one of the, uh, one of the one of the shows I did off of Edgewood. I think you was up there already though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what weekend it was, but like, was oh, it All Star weekend? I want to say it was. I yeah. think that's it was because I, I know you was up there recording. Yeah, yeah. And um, like like one of those shows, bro. Like I. I was selling out tickets like 20, 25 people coming out a week to see me perform, but I'm not making a dollar off of the shows. You feel me? And it's like it's cool to do that to get some to be on the stage and get uh I ain't we'll say success or you know what I'm saying, get some some new support from people here and there, but it's like bro, at the end of the day I'm doing this shit for some money for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it only it only made it only made sense at this point one for me with how hard I go at this shit to do it for myself, but for the people who support me, like coming out to shows and having to wait three hours to see me perform. Like the people who support me don't deserve that. Like they deserve to be able to come out and see me. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it was just one of them things where I just felt like I owed it to a lot of people and I haven't really performed in Augusta too much. Like since I've done music since 2017, some young hoe, 
Um, I performed at Culture Fest like the second year they did it. And I don't really count it as a performance, but I think it was for like Mayfest or Powerfest. I did the audition mm-hmm. to try to get on the um on the set list to perform. I can't remember if it was Powerfest or Mayfest. But like those are the only times I performed here. So I felt like I really owed it to the city of Augusta because despite what some artists may think or what they may feel, I get majority of the love I get is in the city of Augusta. But I'm barely ever here. Like I perform everywhere else. I'm never really here passing out flyers. I'm never really here selling my merch. But the people here in the city of Augusta are the ones who support me the most. So I felt like I owed it to them. You know what I'm saying? I could have did a show in Atlanta, but now I owed it to the city of Augusta, to the people who support me the most, who, who really hold my back up, who put their arm up and make sure I ain't never falling down. And it was just time for it, bro. Like, it was just, in my opinion, it was just time for it, for the people and for myself, bro. I owed it to them, but I also owed it to myself, too, though. You know what I'm saying? It's time for me to see some success on the back end of the hard work that I put in on the front end instead of giving it to promoters and and people who ain't necessarily always got your best interests at heart. Yeah, yeah. It's time I for me to build for myself that. and the people around me. So how do you go about putting on um, a show like that? As far as like just setting it all up together? Yeah. Um, first and foremost, man, you got to have a vision. You got to have a dream. You got to have a, a strong thought of what is it exactly are you trying to do? What are you trying to create? What are you trying to accomplish? That's step one. Um, from that, then deciphering how to go about building a team and shout out to my team because they they made my job so much more easy for me to just be the artist and to focus on my creativity um setting a vision uh and and picking a team um i'm gonna give a major shout out to somebody who's in the room with us right now gg aka itty bitty uh Itty Bitty Photography, LLC. Y'all book up for a photo shoot, too. But um, that's that was my uh my event coordinator, program director. Mm-hmm. She was the one who I, I, I literally drew out, mapped out every single detail that I wanted, the venue, um, having a backdrop, what merch I wanted, who I wanted as a photographer, who I wanted as a videographer, every single detail that I wanted. Gave, gave her the details, and she... Implemented everything that I needed to the point where I ain't have to. I ain't have to do too much of nothing, bro. I just had to focus on going yeah, to rehearsal yeah. and 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 reaching out to my my supporters more. You know what I'm saying? But having that dream, having that vision, having a solid team, man, and everybody on my team played their part. I had people who was promoting, selling tickets for me, physical tickets as well as selling digital tickets. Um. As well as showing up on time on the day of the event, man. But it was a lot that went into um, creating and doing the listening party. But as far as for me, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That shit was kind of smooth. Shout out, you know what I'm saying? Because of my team, bro. They did a lot of work for me, and and I appreciate them greatly for that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's that's something that's major with anything that you do, like. You're only as strong as your team is. Mm-hmm. And that's something I feel like I've always understood. It's just taking me a long time to actually put those pieces together to find people who can believe in me. But once I started believing in myself and showing people I believe in myself, showing showing myself and proving myself right like I knew what I was doing, 
like people started gravitating towards me who who like, hey bro, I fuck with what you're doing. I see what you're doing. How can I help you? Like, where can I get in? Where can I fit in? But man, that team, that team plays a major, a major part in in, in successful yeah. parties and shows I definitely and everything. See, a lot of artists don't 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 really believe they need a team at the nah. level that they at, but this this is definitely the perfect time for it. Man, it it, it really don't even matter where you at. Like, you need a team mm-hmm. because it makes the it makes everything easy. I always I always think about like sports and stuff, bro. Um, or even you think about the military, or whatever. But it's like everybody has a role, and nobody's role is like bigger than the next person's position. Like it don't matter who you are. I let, let's talk about the listening party. Mm-hmm. You recorded video for me. Mm-hmm. We had a photographer in there. We had a DJ. All of y'all's parts were just as important as mine's was as the artist. Though some people may say, "Oh, he's the." the star of the night. All of y'all were the stars of the night. You know what I'm saying? Even my father got to, he got to introduce me. My brother got the host. Um, like I said, Gigi coordinated the whole event. Everybody had a time to shine. Everybody's part was different, but everybody got to shine. You know what I'm saying? And it, it really don't matter where you're at when it comes to whatever you're doing. But as an artist, it don't matter what level you consider yourself to be at. You you have to have a solid team, even if it's just two of you. You know what I'm saying? You have to have somebody who can help who can help make your job easy, easier, not necessarily easy, but easier. And you can help their job to be easy because if you're doing everything, which I don't mind doing, but it don't really make sense because it gets stressful. And I think we talked about that on the first the first uh the first podcast we did. Mm-hmm. And uh you were mentioning to me how um, you know, you do you do a lot on your own, and I was telling you, uh, but doesn't it doesn't it feel so good at the end? It's rewarding when you can say you did everything by yourself. Fuck that. At this point, fuck that, bro. Like that shit cool. I told you at that time, I don't get that satisfaction. That, and, 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 and you see, I'm still at that point. <laughs> I'm still not like, bro. Yeah. I would I would be so happy if somebody was on the other end and I could just come on here and just talk on the podcast and be Adam Twenty Two every day. Nah, that, and you know it, what it, I'm de- it definitely would, it definitely would help you. It definitely would help you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because it take it take it takes a lot of that work and stress off of your back to where you can focus more on what your your stronger suits might be. Nah, for sure though, your team yeah. is, is is important. Because it get rough doing shit by yourself, bro. That's why. I, I felt good just hearing you just now talking about how strong your team is, bro. Yeah. And um uh you also talked about your uh your pops. I ain't gonna lie to you, boy. That speech your pops gave, I wouldn't have been able to come out after that. I would have been in the back boohooing and shit. I don't know if you heard my last pod, but niggas been jiving on me all week talking about it. Nigga Slim was on that bitch talking about he be crying and shit. Bro, I be crying yeah, out, bro. Yeah, bro, yeah. ever since I turned 30, bro, I be crying like a little girl. Yeah. Like, I ain't gonna lie with... Bro, when your pops was talking, I'm holding the camera. I'm like, <laughs> I swear I was about to drop one. Nah, that shit was un- that shit was unreal for me, man. Sitting in that in that little back room, listening. It was like it was like being at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, and your dream as a kid is to make it to the Super Bowl, and you hear the Star Spangled Banner being played, and they singing it or whatever. Mariah Carey singing the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. And you know you finna play in the biggest game of your life. That was what it was like hearing that. Um, yeah, that shit was that shit was crazy, man. I ain't gonna lie, I'm ready to see that footage too, cause 
I haven't seen what people have seen. I only saw it from my perspective. Yeah. Thus far. So I'm ready to see that shit too, though. I got you too, because that's a good one, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That's a good one. A lot of people can't really say they experienced that, bro. And then on top of that, your dad, he a Christian, right? Yeah. Yeah. So him being a Christian and the type of music you make, it's great to hear him support it. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. We was just having a discussion about that the other day. He uh he had some 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 uh, associates who probably would never listen to my music mm-hmm. had it not been for him. He was just discussing with me how, you know, he's never really ashamed of playing my music with them in his car and they be like, Oh, what you listening to? He, man, listen to this. He talking about something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna lie that that definitely uh puts a battery in my back to continue doing what I'm doing, having that type of support, you feel me? Like, just knowing my pops don't always necessarily agree with everything that I say or do, but uh, to know that he's he's consistently behind me and not even always behind me, sometimes in front of me, supporting me, you know what I'm saying? That pushes me, that fuels me to continue to go harder because, you know, I, I don't do this shit for myself. He's definitely one of the people I do this shit for. So Did he always support you like that? Always. Anytime I've ever had curiosity, he's always met me with 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 knowledge. Or anytime I've had, you know, creativity, he's always met me with more creativity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the people who who inspired me. Like my pops, as a pastor back in the day, bro, he he was the type of pastor he'd grab the mic, can't sing a lick, but he gonna sing in front of the whole church. Like loud <laughs> as he can. And 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 like stuff like that, I guess is what inspired me to try. Like when I dropped my beautiful pain project, some people was telling me like, "Bro, you shouldn't have sang on some of your hooks. You should have let such and such sing or so and so." And I was like, "Bro, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Like, I probably sang better than you, and you listen to it, so I really don't care." You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. I, a lot of that comes from comes from my dad, bro. Cause he's one of them people who's who's like courageous and fearless just to do shit, just to try it. And might don't be good at it, but shit, I'm gonna keep trying. And next thing you know, you end up being great at it. You feel me? Yeah. But yeah, pops, pops is a, he's a, he's a big inspiration. He planted a lot of seeds in my mind. Bro, he told me some cool ass stories about you too. The uh, the time we was kicking it when I was taking pictures of him at the uh, the the race. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. telling me some cool ass stories. He was like, yeah, man, you know. Sabo always was a little chubby kid, and one day he just woke up and and just just got all this charisma out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Pop, shout out. To he Pop, was talking man. about some old times, though, wasn't he? Like some elementary school yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back. He probably. I'm surprised he didn't show you no pictures. I think he did. See, I, I wouldn't surprise me if he did because I know him. A matter of fact, yeah, he did show me some pictures. He showed me a football picture. Cause he said you bust out one day and you was playing football and a couple more things. And I just was like, man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's just, it's always just cool because, you know, we grew up the war on drugs and shit with the government taking our dads away. So it's always cool just to, just to see a strong man raise another strong man. I'm not shout shout out to my dad, man. Cause him and my mom got divorced shortly after I was born, probably like a year, two years after I was born. So like he could have easily just, you know what I'm saying? Upped and vamp did his own thing. Mm-hmm. But we, cause we stayed in Ohio, and they moved down here. My mom from there, so they moved back down here after they got divorced. And like he could have just stayed up there, moved wherever, did his own thing. But he chose to move to the city of Augusta to be around me and my brother. 
You know what I'm saying? He ain't got no family. He ain't had no friends. So he ain't had no other obligations to be here. Like, and of course, like if you create a child, it's like it's it's easy to say like you need to be in that child's life. But the truth is, you ain't got to. Like that's a choice he made. You feel me? And that's mm-hmm. a choice I I salute him on, and I respect him for because it, had he not been in my life, I wouldn't be who I was. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of my friends, they ain't really grow up having fathers or father figures. So. Having having my father in my life, I ain't gonna lie, that shit played a, a major role. And being being twenty eight now, I understand I understand the importance of a father in the family structure, no matter how um different that structure may be. Yeah, I was gonna ask you because lately we've been talking on the pod about um basically uh how growing up not seeing successful relationships is a result of how you view relationships now. Facts. How you feel about that? Mm. Do you feel like you seeing your parents get divorced at a young age kind of made you optimistic about relationships or being married or I'm, anything I'm a, like that now? I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a uh how to say it. Man, I don't want to say the, the the hopeless romantic <laughs> I feel like that's me deep down, but at the same time, like I love the idea of love. Yeah, like I don't really love don't really work well with me because I, I guess the relationship my parents had probably played a part in how I do look at it. But I, I never gave up on love. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them. Do I love when it, when it comes to love? I love you. You a relationship type guy? What you mean? Like, do I just jump in relationships or what? Like, what you mean? Mm, I really mean like, uh, if you been in and out of relationships your whole life, like, have you ever took a long stand at being single? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't just stay in relationships. Oh, okay. And yeah, nah. Because that's what I think of when you say like hopeless romantic. I nah, think of the nigga like, that 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 got a girlfriend for three months and then be single for two weeks and then nah, got a girlfriend yeah, nah, for six months. Nah. <laughs> I, what I mean what I mean is like, I, man, I make a woman fall in love with me, but deep down I know I can't love you back the way you love me because if I do, I'm going I'm gonna end up hurt. <laughs> like, but I love That's that man shit I right love, there I too. Love, I love all the shit that come with that love shit. I ain't going to act like I don't. Nah, we be we be scared to get hurt. Women nah, don't sure. be giving a fuck. <laughs> women women jump out there, they be in love, they get they be heartbroken for twelve hours, and they go find them another pogo stick to ride. Twelve you hours. Find it. It's already it's yeah. already there. <laughs> they just respond to it's, some messages it's already online. There. They was they was already cool with them anyway. <laughs> yeah, they was already cool. That's with them the difference anyway. between us too, bro. They here like Wolverine. We we keep that hurt forever, yeah. bro. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Nah, that's the truth. That is the truth. That's why they stronger than us. In what regard? Emotionally. Mm, no, nah, for sure. They emotionally smarter and stronger than us. Yeah. Psychologically. Yeah. Us, we don't we don't play that shit. You heard us one time and it's man, fuck these bitches. MOB. <laughs> <laughs> I think that come with that duality between like logic and, 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 and emotions. Cause logically, what it don't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. To do something that got you hurt in the yeah, first place. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you're thinking out of your emotions, it's like, well, this feels good. Let me go down this road. And it's like, well, the science might say if you go down this street, you're gonna get hurt. 
And we still doing it, looking for that rush. Shit, that's the feelings. Yeah. That's the that's the emotions. But what my dog Quay said, he said his dad told him that love is a stupid decision by two fools or some shit like mm, that. That's a quote. Yeah, that's some real shit, bro. Cause I ain't gonna lie, boy, that love shit, that shit do goddamn. You gotta hear my nigga Blue talk about that shit. My nigga Blue, we said, Hey Blue, you ever been in love? He said, Yeah, one time. We were like, What happened? He said, Oh shit, fuck, change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> That's some tough shit. <laughs> yeah, that bro. Love, that, don't give me, that love shit cool, though, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's just, it's a tough thing, too, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, especially when you talk about some real deal shit. Like, cause if you really love folks, man, like, it ain't really shit they can do to hurt you, for real. And what I mean is, like, you kind of accept people when you love them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you accept somebody for their flaws and all, it's just like, it ain't really shit you can tell me that I don't really already know about you and itself. So it's like, whatever come with you, come with you. And I ain't finna goddamn beat you down for you being who you is. I love you. You feel me? What if you got to choose loving a woman or loving the music more? I love the music forever. Like, it got my heart. Like, it ain't gonna never do me nothing wrong. <laughs> it's gonna always, like, I could talk to the microphone and say what I got to say however I got to say it. And it ain't gonna never tell my secrets to nobody. Or I don't know, cause I can creatively express what I got to say. Is it's, it it does what women necessarily can't do for me? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause I don't know that music. I don't know, bro. That shit just brings something totally different out of me. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, I'm gonna choose the music, cause the music is she gonna make you pick her though? Huh? She gonna make you pick her? Make me? Yeah. Make. Yeah. What you was about to say? Nah, God gave us the choice of free. He gave us free will. Yeah, he gave us. He gave us. He gave us free will. Shoot, that's just like saying we got a uh, free speech in America, but is it really free? It's levels. Yeah. So free will, free speech, that shit like hand to hand. But bro, influence though. You were just talking about your pops. I know that's one influence. Describe what influence means anyway, because that's the name of your um your um. Upcoming project. So influence, man, it's it's a powerful thing. Um it's 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 pretty much what dictate dictates uh our choices, our decisions, our our behaviors. Um you know, a, a, a lot of a lot of things that we listen to, that we read, that we that we that we uh the things that we just digest, conversations, you know, I don't think we understand how how much those things impact our thought our thought processes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for me, with with the meaning of Sabo being strength acquired by overcoming, that's like that's like my biggest thought process. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing that influences me day in and day out. No matter what decisions I make, no matter which way I go, no matter how hard shit get, it's like I already know. On the other side of whatever's happening right now is strength. It might be physical strength, it might be mental strength, but influence is just is 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 powerful, man. And with the project, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to give people a take or insight on the things that I believe not only influence me myself, but influence so many other people. Um, 
And I don't know if I really gave too many of the, the titles for the songs, but like the first song I did off of the new project was Confidence. Mm-hmm. And confidence can be something that is very influential because if you're around people who who really kind of lack the confidence, who don't really speak up, who don't really like tell you how they really feel, who you can see like they a pushover, like that shit can kind of influence you to be similar to that. But if you're around winners and people who who don't take no for an answer, who like no matter what happens, like they just don't have no losing spirit, no losing attitude, that shit can also influence you as well. Mm-hmm. You know That's what I'm true saying? Too. And, and just with confidence, with that being one of the first songs, um, you know, that's something that's big to me. Um, the way that I carry myself, the way that I move, I just try to make sure that I'm 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 consistently not only influencing those around me, but influencing myself. You know, because I'm not always around people that are as confident as I am, and sometimes that shit can rub off on you, like I said, but. I just continuously try to influence myself through my thoughts, speaking to myself like every second of the day, staying focused and thinking about what I'm thinking about, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But influence all in all is like a drug, bro. It's, it's just as simple as drinking some of this liquor right here, bro. Because when this enters your spirit, bro, it in a sense controls you. You don't even know what you might be talking about after a while. You don't know what you might be thinking about, how you might be acting, and this influence is just is 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 even more powerful than 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 drinking like that liquor, bro. But influence is big, bro. And I don't know if I quite answered your question fully. Oh no, you did. Um, what influences you though? Pain, a whole lot of pain for real. Like that's like the answer I can give you is pain, bro. That's like my number one influence is pain. What kind of pain, though? All types, bro. I, I just put it like emotional, mental mm-hmm. pain, that psychological pain. It's the type of pain that you can't necessarily, like, see or feel. Like, you can be around a person and you you would have to be somebody who is somewhat telepathic or empathic to kind of know what somebody's going through to, to sense or feel the pain that I'm referring to, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I say, like, I'm going to choose the music every time because I get to release it in the music. You know, I can't always tell people what I feel on the inside. Um, because sometimes what I'm thinking about or what I feel might be too much for some people. And they might think I'm depressed or something. But it's not necessarily that. It's just the pain motivates me. It pushes me. Um, you know, in turn, it strengthens me. And that's why it influences me so much because I have a high pain tolerance. Like I like, I like pain. I don't know why I'm hard headed. You know, I learn from bumping my head and getting bruises. You feel me? Yeah, you better than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one day I may I may learn to, to not bump my head as much. But you know, pain is definitely one of those things that influences me heavily right now. Though it, it's funny you say that because uh, the same kind of pain you're talking about, I was telling somebody. I didn't know that they was one of them type niggas that go holler at a girl and she be like, no, I'm not interested. He'd be like, bitch, you ugly anyway. Mm. I ain't know he was one of them type. And he was telling me, he was like, nigga, you don't do that? I was like, I ain't gonna lie, boy. 
I don't approach women because I do not take rejection well. Oh, fuck all that. That's man. that pain. Nah, nah I'm sorry, dang. bro. I always been like that, bro. I don't fuck with rejection, bro. I mean, I that's that's that's, that's, that that's understand. I don't think a lot of people like rejection, but shit, that that's slight work, bro. Nah, that's slight. I ain't doing it, bro. I'm old as hell and still still ain't doing it. Man, we look. We finna go out somewhere after this. So we finna get rejected tonight. Nah, no sir. We finna get rejected. Nah, that's oh, a, I'm definitely I'm played out now, so I'm definitely not goddamn doing it, <laughs> bro. This is a young man's game, boy, and I'm a uh, I'm a uh, what, older a, young what's, man. What's a young man's game? Uh, this goddamn playing around with these women's. Nah, that's a wise man's game. Nah, it's old man. You seen uh, Country Wayne when he be playing Buddy? Oh, the old school cat. Yeah, I'm just ready to be Buddy. <laughs> no. Yeah, I got these blue hunnids right here. <laughs> like, let's skip to the point. <laughs> you want these blue hunnids? No. All right, okay, but it got you, man. Look, nah, that ain't that ain't that ain't even painful for me though, man. That's that's like oh well, you know. That's cool. I like rejection. Why? I feel like people miss out on something great when they reject me. Blue said the same shit. It's like shit. <laughs> it, it, it ain't no. It ain't no. It ain't no love lost or nothing. It's just like I see you around later. Yeah. And and next time I see you, you know, it ain't gonna be no hate. Just be prepared for some rejection because I know you you gonna miss out on some. You know what I'm saying? Oh y'all y'all like that payback shit too. It ain't even it ain't even necessarily like payback. It just it is what it is. Cause I gave you an opportunity, you can see what what I know on what with. part say. He said revenge is the is the greatest thing next to getting some pussy. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> and what what do you say? I mean, revenge don't do shit for me. Hmm. Like nothing, literally. Like every time I ever tried to get even on somebody, it didn't do nothing. That's why me hearing you say, "I'll see you later," yeah. you know what I'm saying? That that wouldn't necessarily like hit for me. Hmm. Like I'd just be like, eh, eh, "I'm over that <laughs> trash ass bitch. I'm over that." Nah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't. They ain't got to be no trash. That might be a. That might be a bad bitch. It might not be no trash bitch. She might nah, be a- but see you. That's kind of contradicting How when so? y'all already got the confidence of like, like, oh no, I'm that nigga. She missing out. But so I mean, she, I, ain't so gonna, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, di- I ain't gonna discredit her though, because oh, she okay. still might be. Of some, you, she might still be of some value. Yeah. She might not have been able to see my value though. Yeah. But I won't discredit her just because she don't have, you know, the sight to see. Yeah. Like she, she in due time she will. The sight to see, see, that's some shit that uh, old boy we was just talking about would say. What's the pimp nigga name we was just Sharp. talking about? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Sharp, man. Sabo the pimp. Nah. <laughs> man, look. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't even, I don't even consider that revenge in my book. It, just, it is what it is. Yeah. Some people just don't know what you're worth. You know what I'm saying? Some people can't see past what they physically see. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't no love lost. It just, I see you around later. Bro, so let me pick your brain on some cultural topics before we get off, though. Um, I already asked you, so I know you got your answer already. Did Tory shoot make the stallion? I don't think so. I don't think so neither. You want me to answer how I answered the early landing? Nah, I don't. For sure. I, I want you to answer how you want nah, to answer. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he. I don't think he did. But it's a, it's supposed to be another topic out with uh somebody else supposed to did it ain't a female or something got into it with us something. Well, um, the case is going on right now. So what we found out is that they offered him. Um, a plea 
multiple pleas, and all of them included jail time. And then uh, the officer testified that Meg told told her that he pointed the gun at her and said, dance, bitch, dance, and shot her. That shit does not sound true. That sound like some Yosemite Sam type that like shit. Harlem Nights when the- yeah, <laughs> yeah. That don't sound like it happened, bro. Then, so now somebody else testified. Who testified next? Um, the doctor actually testified and said that they can't find the bullet fragments that they took out her foot. So there's no bullet fragments. And in, and in cross-examination, uh, Tori's lawyer was like, if y'all can't find no bullet fragments, who's there to say that she was actually shot in the foot or it was some glass? Mm. Yeah, but either way, it got to have been some kind of altercation. But I don't think he shot her, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That That ties into some deeper shit with the industry, in my opinion. But oh, I, hell. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the answers to really Stay discuss. Stay woke, Sabo. No, I'm out. Hey, third eye open. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, but that, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think he did, though, bro. But, I mean, that shit, that shit ain't stopping from doing him. You know, he's still successful in his own way, so. Well, let me ask you, though. If we find out that he didn't shoot her, what we doing to Meg? We is who, the culture? Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't think nothing going to happen to her. We got to cancel that bitch. Man, that's not going to happen. Like bro. Nino. That, that's not good. <laughs> we I, got to. If, it, she, if she if she did that to our young black king. Don't nobody care about us. <laughs> and that's fucked up. We got to change the narrative. I agree. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Even if even if the story comes out that he didn't shoot her. I don't think that all the, the male rappers who was dissing him and calling him a bitch-ass nigga for this and that. I don't think they come out and apologize. I don't think they would say, damn, my bad, bro, for, you know, talking down on your name and not knowing the full story. And that's story. what should happen. I mean, and I'm just speaking about the men who said who had something negative to say. I don't even think they come out and be apologetic. So if they aren't, we can't cancel her. I ain't saying we, you know What's what I'm saying? What that had that song and the only good part on the song was Tori and she took Tori off the song? Who that? It's a girl. Do you know the girl name? Kalani. Yeah, Kalani. There we go. She had the song. I forgot the name of the song, but Tori had the only good part, and she took him off after all this shit happened. Yeah, that's how I lost. She might, might have lost some money taking the man off. He had on the good part. You think she gonna add him back? Add him back after uh, if the story come out, he ain't shoot him. If she do that shit, lame as hell. Man, I wouldn't even want my name back. Just like the baby, bro. Like niggas already back on the baby dick now that he's quote unquote not canceled no more. Man, look, that, that's that's why I, I was saying like with Tori, like shit ain't really, it ain't really fuck his career up like completely. Like it was just a speed bump in the road, like bro. The shit like that make you scared to goddamn enter the industry like that. Like what make me scared? Like the shit Tory going through and the, t- and the shit that a lot of artists go through. And you know, a lot of rappers getting killed nowadays. Does that make you get scared to join the rap industry? Mm, I don't know. No, no, nothing really put fear in my heart. You know what I'm saying? It's like is what it is with everything. I could walk outside and somebody try and do me something. Walking outside, you know, I don't really, I don't really be thinking about too much. I ain't gonna say I don't think about too much of the negative. I, I stay thinking about everything, I overthink. But. Well, I really was just asking because a lot of people are saying that the scariest job right now is being a rapper. I wanted to know if you felt that way. 
Shit, I think with, 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 with how social media and everything you yeah, have, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are targets. But a lot of people... Mm. I know what you're saying. You feel like you don't move that way, so that wouldn't be nothing. Nah, you it, just, it, is, it is what it is. If something, if something meant to happen to me, it's going to happen. Yeah. It don't matter if I'm working at Waffle House. If a nigga hating on me and want to do me something, he going to do it. I don't necessarily think that it's going to... I don't know. I know with, with with success comes jealousy, hate, envy, all that shit. But I'm gonna be successful no matter what I do. If I don't rap, I'm gonna be an entrepreneur. I'm. It don't matter what I do. If I go to college, I'm going to be successful. If I'm on college and I'm on a college campus, I'm gonna be a cool ass nigga. Niggas gonna goddamn see me speaking to women. Like I'm still gonna be cool. I'm still gonna be whatever. So with being successful comes. You know what I'm saying? The hate, the envy, and all that shit. So it really don't matter what lane I'm in. I don't really. It's still if somebody's going to do something, it's going to happen. I can't stop. It. Hate, you know what I'm saying? The hate is more comfortable than than the love. Nah, for real. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I feel the same way. I don't really, I don't really worry. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, man, appreciate you coming on the show, bro. Nah, for sure. I wasn't trying to wrap up quick. It's just, you know. Nah, it's okay. I'm ready. You're going to kick me out, bro. It's going to kick me out, bro. <laughs> nah, because see, whenever I do that, I be feeling bad. Because uh, you know my nigga Quiet, right? Yeah. Bro, this nigga Quiet. We did a three-hour no, podcast. I, 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 I just sat and watched. So I couldn't watch the whole thing. Man, we sat here for like three hours, and this nigga was like, then you trying to kick me out because Maine called you. Because Maine had called me. And I was like, yeah, let me wrap this up so I can call Maine back. <laughs> and this nigga, yeah, you trying to kick me out because Maine called me. He was for real. He wasn't playing. Yeah, I don't know. Talking about power and all that shit. Yeah, man. bro. Then Lil Nah did the same shit. Me and Lil Nah was in here yeah, for like two and a half hours. Yeah, I was lit on that one. Bro, that shit was at five in the morning. Yeah, y'all was lit. <laughs> and still drinking. Yeah. Taking shots of Casamigo, bro. Yeah. That shit was some crazy shit, bro. Shout out to Lil Nah. Shout out to Quad, man. But Appreciate you coming on here, bro. You already know you coming back, bro. You really should have been there, this motherfucker, for real. Yeah, I just don't be down here that much, but we can set it up, make it happen. Oh, and one more thing before we get off, too. Bro, a lot of my homeboys say that you inspire them by your work ethic, too, bro. Shit, that that mean a lot to me. Yeah. That mean a a lot. I want to make sure I let you know that before we get off. That mean a lot. But that's all we got, man. We out.